Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 178, otherwise known as 178 AD, the last year of the Zuping era and the start of the Guanghe era of the Chinese Han Dynasty. Little history lesson for you. I am Trey, joined as always by Tucker and Dylan. Cam is probably in the bathroom. Uh, don't know where he is yet. How are we doing, gentlemen? Living the dream. Imagine living in 178 AD. There's, I don't. I what can't. would you do all day? Nothing. Work in the fields. I, t- I don't know. Grow food. Survive. Grow food or you die. That's basically it. survival. Um, good. A little bit of an L for the show. Uh, Tucker and I were in the Cape. Not great servers out there. We've tried doing a show with Tucker in the Cape before when I wasn't there. I think he was at Cook's and I wasn't. or I don't remember, but it was a mess. Yeah, Tucker, he did fall, fall asleep. Um, but just oh, didn't really yeah. have time to, to fit the show in. Um, so we decided to take our little a little June break for us. Get uh, refreshed. Take in all the sports. Now we can talk finals of both Um of both the leagues. Um, but yeah, so we're back and better than ever. Uh, winners and losers. Tucker's parlay. Big winner. The losers of the episode are the Fade Tucker movement, for sure. I'm going to say the Fade Tucker movement. I think it's dead. I don't know if it's I dead. Think, uh, I think both my teams lost. Um, well... We lost our parlays. I didn't actually ever put mine in. So, but we lost our our side of the parlays. Um, the fade Tucker movement will return in football season, one hundred percent. It's back in football season, but it's probably done for the summer. So, um, Tucker stunting on the haters. The big loser of the podcast. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I kind of don't want to do this now because he's not here. Is Cam? Cam riding on his high horse. You know, Boston teams suck. You guys will never win a ring. Blah 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 blah. Two Florida L's in like three days in the in the championship. Um, so that's got to be a tough pill to swallow. We'll get his take on it. Um, other winners and losers that anyone can think of? I mean, the fact that the Knights won, I guess. Is yeah, Boston Bruins, big babies. Big old babies. Can't take the co- tough coaching. Uh, I do want to touch more on that later. Uh, when we cover, when we talk about the, the, the cup final, um, I have some thoughts, but, um, just another list of guys to leave Boston and go win a championship somewhere else. Mookie Betts, Tom Brady, Bruce Cassidy, get out of here, go to another city, win a ship. Not great. Um, other than that, the poll, I actually haven't checked. So talk amongst yourselves as I pull it up. Or don't, because here it is. We have a tie. We have a tie. We have a tie between myself and Cameron. My take being that until Tom Brady's descendant plays in Boston, there will never be another championship. Cameron's take being that the um, South Carolina women's head coach will be an NBA head coach in two years, which, I mean, they're both pretty ways to take. So Um, we can settle that once Cam gets here. But other than that, I think we can jump into Waste Takes. Uh, would you two like me to lead off? Absolutely. Sure. All right. So I'm sticking with Boston. I'm sticking with Curse theme. But it is, it is a little bit of a positive take. 
for Boston. Now, uh, Tucker and I have been getting back into the Overwatch grind. We've talked about Overwatch on this podcast quite a bit. Um, getting back in the Overwatch grind made me uh, pay a little bit of attention to the Overwatch League as part of that. And uh, we've had one Overwatch League take on this show, and the Overwatch League take belonged to Cam, uh, relating to Stan Kroenke, who actually just won an NBA title as an owner. So Stan Kroenke stays winning. But I started thinking about the Boston Uprising. They are basically an all-star team. Uh, if you don't if you don't follow the Overwatch League, which probably none of you listening do, um, they have like a group of of some of the best players that the league have had in the past six years that it's been uh, around or five years that it's been around. Um, so they're doing pretty well. They're six and two so far this season. Um, they're heading into the mid season madness tournament and they are uh, the four seed. Um, so they, uh, they're doing pretty well, but it got me to thinking and it got me to doing some research. And so we all know that no major Boston uh, sports team has won a championship this decade. There is a minor sports team that did win a championship this decade. That would be the Boston Pride. The women's hockey team uh, won back-to-back titles in 2021 and 2022. Um, little bit of a dynasty. Huh? It's a little bit of a dynasty. Little, not, not yet. Two championships is not a dynasty. They have won three overall since the formation of the team, but I don't know when their first one is. It could be a dynasty. I don't know. Um, but my take is that the only professional i'm high on the uprising the only male professional sports team in boston including you know the major ones and the minor ones to win a championship this decade will be the boston uprising they're taking it all the way this year they're going to they're going to win the overwatch trophy i don't know what it's called it looks like reinhardt's character from the game um they're popping right now. Uh, if I, I can name, trying, I maybe can't name any players. Um, I <laughs> I was looking them up. I they all have long, complicated usernames. I don't know what what they're. I what knew Striker's not starting for them. Striker's not the team anymore. Oh well, Striker's gone. Um, Lise Byong or something like that is one of the guys' names. That's a real name. No, but that's his username too. Um, then is there a Smurf? Is that his name? Is he on the team? I don't know. I'll look up the roster while you guys um, discuss amongst yourself. Tucker, you're probably one of the better ones to, to lead off, so go ahead. I mean, I'm high on um, this team. Um, they're very good with Decay, Iziaki. Decay. They basically got like, all the best players from like, a bunch of teams. and just put them all in there. Which, like, I love. This is the start of going back of Robert Kraft just building super teams. I think this is where he's kind of practicing it, see how it plays out. And if it goes well here in the Overwatch League, I think he sends it over to the NFL. And he just starts signing the biggest names at each position. He's probably going to sign Patrick Mahomes. Doesn't really know how big of a deal he got to, what he got to do. Just will like, by the Chiefs, maybe. I don't know. I just, I'm trying to think of a scenario where we play the Patrick Mahomes. I don't think there are any. But, um, yeah, I mean, I disagree with your take, but I think they're going to win it. I just think someone else about Austin is going to win it as well. By 2030. 
Belichick gets one more before he retires. I no think shot. the Celtics win a championship. I think the Bruins got a shot at a championship. Um, and the only team that's going to win a championship, it'll be the Red Sox out of their ass. Yeah, yeah. it's Sox, the best chance, honestly. The Red Sox might the World Series this year. Um, Dylan, They're you're sticking you... around just enough like the Red Sox should. Dylan, I don't know how much Overwatch League uh, you know, but uh, you were an Overwatch guy for a long time. Uh, any thoughts? Um, so the take is they're going to win before. They're going to win the good. only male professional sports. If you're paid to play sports, esports is included. It does count. If you're play, paid to play sports in Boston. What about the New England Revolution? And you're male. They don't count. They didn't win a championship. They lost in the championship. No, I'm saying you said by 2030. Yeah, they count. They're not going to win. Oh, okay. Um, the odds might be in their favor because they're playing pretty good, apparently. I mean, I haven't watched a single thing. Six but, and two uh, at the break. But, uh, you know, they. I think if I was a betting man on any Boston sports team, I think I would take them um, as the next one. Can we bet on this? Oh, no. Is it in the sports books? <laughs> I doubt it. But uh, I like it, Trey. I think it's – I think – I don't even think it's that wasted. I think it's, like, very likely. <laughs> Cameron, you gave the first Overwatch League take. Welcome to the show, by the way. You gave the first Overwatch League take uh, on this podcast. Uh, I decided to follow you up here uh, about a year later. Um, thoughts? I'm a leader, so um, no no problem there. You're more than welcome to follow me. Uh, my take didn't go so well. I really missed it. I was so close. I was right there. I had the right guy. I had the wrong team. Um, shout out to Nuggets. Tough. I don't know if we touched on that. Again. Not really. Where there's the first take, double loser me. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm fine with this. I mean, they got the best odds of, of all the Boston teams. Guys are in bad shape right now. Um, I think I had something else to say about this, but I forget what it was. Uh, Los Angeles Guardians or Gladiators? Or Gladiators. Are they good? Uh, let me check the standings real quick. I know that Boston's in fourth. Atlanta's in first. They're going to blow it, obviously. Um, I don't know where these dudes play. They play at home or in like a building together. Um, they don't play in Boston. Um, yeah, it basically is. They don't play in Boston. Uh, they don't play together. They used to play in LA on the same stage. Um, but Okay, so we've got um, Atlanta in first at eight and zero, undefeated. Uh, Houston in second, Florida in third. Cam with a six and two record. They just have a better point differential than Boston in fourth. The Gladiators are sitting in sixth at five and three, so a game back, but nine. Okay. Uh, map did differential. I don't know what differential stands for. It's, I think it's maps or something like that. Map differential, so like the more maps you want, so like a three-two versus a three-zero. Gotcha. Different. So they have a much worse like, map differential. Um, I like LA to beat Florida, and that's crunch, crunchy cranky 
beating Florida. Oh, uh, uh, because they, the Florida's got a way to get to the finals to blow it, I feel like. That's, I, that's what I said. Oh, uh, uh, a way to beat Florida in the finals. We're, we're a big second place team uh, this year. Uh, I'm trying to find the Florida Mayhem owner. These are important things to know. Misfits Gaming. I don't know who owns them. I don't know. All right, look that up. Misfits Gaming. Ben Spoont. S-P-O-O-N-T. Ben Spoont. That's not a real name. Yeah. Ben Spoont. Founder and CEO. Never heard of him, but Florida Mayhem guy. Uh, going up against the likes of Rob Kraft and Stan Kroenke. Don't love it. Don't love their chances. Um, Cam, you first, before we get into your take, we have some business to settle. First of all, massive loser to you. Both your teams lost in the finals. So I don't want, we, our, our team finished the same. Our teams didn't win the championship. No, that's not true, but okay, go on. Uh, secondly, we tied for the poll. So Tucker, do you have AirPods? Dylan, do you have AirPods? Does anybody have AirPods around? No, no, but I have a lid. Are we going to flip a lid? Flip a lid. Okay, uh, I get to call it. All right. Oh wait, Tucker's got AirPods. Tucker's got AirPods. I like my lid. No, no, we got to stick to the stick with with what works. Okay, Tucker, select your AirPod. All right, I got one. All right, I am going to choose to receive, not defer, and I'm going to go left. I didn't hear what you said, Trey. Left. That's right. Is the right? I really needed that point. So uh, I one, yeah, I couldn't get out of the case because my AirPod. Oh. AirPod out of the case and um immediately just connected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, connected to it. All right. Needed that point. Cam with a commanding six-point lead over Dylan for Taker of the Year. Um, Tucker two points behind Dill. Myself two points behind Tucker. So it's getting rough out here for the boys. We gotta get together, boys. Yeah, we gotta. It's gotta be the new cam. Speaking of a great take, I think I got one right here. Um, Word's been getting out about the Bills and that there's trouble in paradise. Stephon Diggs has not reported to camp or any of his OTAs, and when asked about it, um. When asked, when what's their coach's name? Sean McDermott. When Sean McDermott was asked about it, he said, yeah, I'm really worried about it. Trouble in paradise right now, let me tell you. Um, I think this team's screwed. I think they're done. Um, frankly, I think that the dynasty is over. And I think that they come in third in the division this year. All right. Um, now you're 100% right. This podcast was first on the downfall of the Bills, I think. I think we had it before anybody else. Um, we said that once news came out that Josh Allen wasn't, was said that he like is still stupid, or I forget what he said. Uh, something along the lines of, I'm still a little bit of a dumb, dumb idiot. Um, we were like, oh, the window's closing. Now this window slam shut. I agree, Tucker. I like how you called it a dynasty because all the Bills fans act like they won something when they never even came close. Um, what was the closest? Lost in the AFC Championship last year? 2021? Lost in the AFC Championship, I believe. 
Um, they, or no, they lost. No, I don't remember. But um, the they never, they never won anything. They never came close to winning anything. They make it to an AFC championship. I think they did. Wasn't that when Stefan Diggs stood out there and like watched them like during the during the oh, yeah. celebration? Um, that was maybe two. That was I think when the Bucks lost to the, or when the Chiefs lost to the Bucks. It was that year. Um, they're lucky they didn't go to the Super Bowl because they would have got smoked by Brady anyways. But. Um, yeah, no, they're a bunch. They're, they've gotten very cocky. They're in over their head. Um, so I think they are done. They're not going to win a Super Bowl. Now, third place is difficult. Um, that would mean the Jets are good, which I don't want to see either. Uh, but I'll agree with it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in with the downfall of the Bills. You could just put the Patriots in there. I could do that. I'm not going like to. You're like, that would be the Jets would have to be good. They're either – so the Bills are either going to come in first or last. That's my counter take. They're either going to be top of the division or the Patriots are going to be – they're going to be so bad that the Patriots are going to be better than them uh, and they'll be in last place. But I, I'll agree with the take for the sake of it. They will come in third. Who knows how the rest of it shakes out. Um, they're done. They're finished. Couldn't have happened sooner. Couldn't happen to a better group of fans either. Celebrating like they won something on Twitter. Relax. No Super Bowls. Zero rings. Dill? Can you give a little more context to the situation? Stefan Diggs didn't go to minicamp. Um, and the coach said, I'm, I'm very concerned. That's what the coach said. About just Stefan Diggs? Or the team? Yes, just Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Um, Who was a massive part of the team. Like, very important. He just didn't show up. Didn't Is show he coming? up. No, nobody knows. He's there. Yeah, he literally practiced today. He did. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, yeah, people can be late. Uh, it happens. Uh, it's a long NFL season. I don't think two days of practice is gonna gonna change anything. I don't know. Um, I I would like to say that I was first on the board or on the train, uh, and I think I had a take with with. This is the decline with you Josh did. Allen. Yes. Uh, maybe like two months ago. So, um, yeah, I think they're going to fall off. I'll put them at third tuck. I think that's a, a reasonable place that they could fall to if they have a bad season. So I'll agree. So I, I mean, if, if, to me, if they have a bad season, I, I don't think they're coming in last. I could see him having a bad season this year and coming through. The division, man. The division. You disagree, but you've been on the you've been on the Bills are gonna be bad train with us though. I would say this is soft. Because the better take would be that they're gonna get last. I think third is soft for the show. Um, I think that the Bills absolutely have a possibility of getting last. I hope they do get last. I don't think they will. I think they're on downfield. I think I think thirds like probably what they'll get, to be honest. I don't think that's very wasted at all. Um, they're projecting to get first, obviously, but I, I mean podcast. that makes it wasted though. They're everybody's picking them to win. Yeah, everybody, but not us. I mean, I don't think third <laughs> is far fetched for a division where everyone's projected between eight and eleven wins. Like that's that's uh, the the uh, what's the word for like uh, up and up and down like the. Uh, 
not elevator. Not room for error. Margin of error. Margin of error, but but uh, I don't know where you're going. Plus or minus two. Yeah, Dylan would know. Deviation. Yeah, deviation. I'm smart too. Um, I like this take. Yep. They'll probably get third. Didn't sound like you like it. Big anti bills, uh, not to mention poor Josh Allen. They have to put him on the cover. What a what a what a uh a, a sad way to go out. Three good seasons, and then um, is my phone broken? Why did it just go black? Three good seasons, and then uh. Nothing to show for it. I will say that Josh Allen, through his first four years, or I believe four years, and Daniel Jones, through his first four years, had very similar statistics. Daniel Jones was a little bit better, so I'm expecting uh, this year Daniel Jones would break out just as Josh Um. All right. Uh, Cam, you came into the show today. You said you had seven takes. Which one have you chosen? Dude, this new phone I got here. I Youngest dude on the pod doesn't know how to work technology. Unbelievable. But too big. I can't. Hey, Dill. Hey, Dill. Shout out, Dill. I can't hold it with one hand, pause. And it, it just goes black on me. So that's how you use a pause. <laughs> and <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have seven takes. That's so smooth. <laughs> yeah, Diet over here. Um, I have seven takes. I have so many good ones. I want to go with this one tonight, though, just because it could it could be proven wrong tonight. Um, and it has to do with our friends who we mentioned probably more than we needed to on this podcast, the Oakland Athletics. Uh-huh. Now, the Oakland Athletics, seem to be Vegas Athletics, have a lot going on right now. Their fans, they're on a seven-game win streak, and their fans have decided, okay, they're a seven-game win streak, let's start going to the games. They had a record-breaking 27,000 people at the game um, last night, and they're doing a reverse boycott. <laughs> it's basically... A sit-in. Yeah, it's a sit-in. It's a reverse boycott. It's a never mind, we were wrong. We actually like them now. We don't want them to leave because Oakland will have nothing left. Um, the Warriors left. The uh, Raiders left. And now the Asia left. Wait, so they're starting to realize. Um, I think this reverse boycott is going to be great. In fact, I think that the 1940 Oakland Athletics they uh they hold the rec the the two thousand was two thousand two athletics had the record for the longest win streak twenty games Moneyball ever watched the movie oh yeah um the Oakland Athletics are such a weird franchise and their fans are weird and since they're leaving they're on a seven game win streak right now they're going to finish this out they're going to break their record from two thousand two. They're going to win 21 straight, break the all-time record, and finish with the worst record in the league. <laughs> they have the worst record in the league currently. They need 14 more wins in a row. They play the Rays tonight. So we're going to find out pretty quickly if I'm wrong, but I love the tape. I think it's fitting. I think it's funny. They're going to play the Rays in your thing, and they're going to break the record? 
Yeah, this is what the show's about, Tucker. Now Bills are going to get third out of four teams. <laughs> so the Rays win 14 more games in a row. Or the Oakland Athletics win 14 more straight and stand still finish with the worst record in baseball. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, first of all, I love the fans just coming out last minute. Like, actually, no, we want them to say. Uh, maybe a little too late for that one. Um, this would have if this was to happen to a team, it would happen to a sorry team like the Athletics. I mean, Moneyball, you know, they put together this amazing roster, and uh, you know, it wasn't even an amazing. Well, roster. yes, but a, a very well built roster. Um, put make that big long push, get into the playoffs, have some heroics, and then bow out. Um, so. Yeah, I agree with you, Cam. It'll happen. They're going to win tonight. We need. Uh, they're down one zero through uh, through the middle of the second. Um, we're going to need a little bit of a rally. We're going to need a little bit of a miracle against the Rays. Uh, I would love to see the Rays lose many more games, but yeah, why not? It's super wasted. Um, and you know, these ones we can get quick turnaround on. You know, a lot of us make takes years down the line. Like I just gave a take that may not be proven until uh, seven more years. So uh, I love the the instant takes. They're always good for, for the content. Tucker? Uh, I'm a fan. I like it. Um, you know what? I like it so much I might bet it. <laughs> right now I'm betting the A's to win the game tonight. Um, Tucker, breaking news for you and me. Probably not the other. Maybe Cam. Olivia Rodrigo dropping June 30th. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Huge, huge news. Uh-oh. Um. That's Dale, baseball guy. You're a big fan, Cam, or not a fan? Yeah, I watch High School Musical. The musical. Oh, okay, big fan, big fan. Um, all I want, banger. Yeah. Oh, I love that round. Yep. Um, Dale, baseball guy. What do you think? Uh, Cam, I love the take. I love the, I love the A's. The sit in. It's just funny. Um, where did I have them going? Las Vegas. Montreal again. Las oh, yeah. Vegas. Wait. Yeah. It was back to Montreal. Way back when was, yeah. was it was it Montreal. Like, it was everyone thinks know. they're going to go to Vegas, but they're going to Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They're, they're shipping out of there. I still can't believe they play baseball in that stadium. I mean, that thing is just falling apart. Um, but, you know. 14 more games. I mean, they're on a, they're on a hot streak now. Yeah, anything's possible. I like the, uh, they're still going to have the worst record in the league. I think I had a take when the season started that I think it was like the opposite of what's happening now. I think I said that, um, they're going to have the least, they're going to average the least amount of fans of all time and have, like a really good record or something like that. How the Red exactly Sox, the Red Sox attendance number number? But I think it was it's the opposite. Um, how are the Red Sox numbers? Yeah, remember I said that they were going to be like bottom third of the league in attendance because they stink. I don't know. They're probably still. Really they got to keep an eye on that. Um, but yeah, Cam, I like it. Um, I might watch some baseball tonight. I haven't watched any in a long time because Red Sox stink. I'm going to Sox Yankees on Friday though. On Sox Yankees on Friday. This week, though. Get fired up. Never, never been to a Sox Yankees game. First Yankee game for Dill. Uh, Sox Yankees game this year as well. All righty. Dill, you got a take for us? 
I do. Um, I don't know if I've made um, an MLS take before. Maybe one. Uh, but we're doing it. Soccer. Footy. Uh, football. Whatever you want to call it. Um, Lionel Messi just agreed to play football in Miami for FC Miami Football Club team. Yes, sir. Whatever. Oh, redundant, but go ahead. Yeah. So I hate, I don't like FC in my team name. Get like, <laughs> like they do that for hockey teams too. They do HC for hockey club. All right. Get, Stupid. Get, I don't like that. Um, he signed a, a mega deal, $53.7 million, makes him the fifth highest paid salary sports player in the U.S. Um, and his deal also includes, um, oh God, where is it? It also includes... Sale percentage sales on jersey sales and percentage revenue on Apple, who just spent 2.5 billion uh, for the rights to stream all of the MLS games starting this year for the next 10 years. He gets part of that revenue and part ownership in the Miami team, the team he's playing on. So that's that's a lot of cash. Um, instantly, the Miami Football Club Instagram page became the fourth highest followed U.S. sports team. And ticket prices for the Miami games skyrocketed by two times. Land the plane. O- overnight. I want to see how you're going to land this plane. The MLS has a revenue currently of about 200 and some odd million a year. And uh, that doesn't include the Apple deal. The take is Lionel Messi coming to the United States to play MLS soccer is a catalyst event that will eventually bring more superstars over to the MLS. It's already growing. They just landed this mega deal with Apple. In, by 2020, what's it, 2023? Correct. 2028, five years from now, the MLS will average more fans than hockey, more fans than basketball, and will make more money in revenue than the NHL. That's the Why is baseball being left out of this? I feel like if it's going to... Because the NHL makes like $1.2 billion a year. But you said the NBA, too. The NBA makes way more money than yep. that. Yeah, but you said the NBA. It'll make more money than the NHL. No, no, no. I said it'll make more money than the NHL, but their attendance will be higher than the average MLB or NBA and NHL. Oh, okay. Because um, their stadiums are bigger. Yeah. Uh, 
They're already halfway there. Yeah, so my thought on this is this is like a trend for aging footballers to come over here. Beckham did it. Zlatan did it. Uh, Obviously, Messi's the biggest name to do it. So that could be, you know, it could change things and could, you know, fire up people to come here. I still just see it as a last stop for aging footballers before they uh, call their career. Um, I don't, I agree with that, but the league is starting to get more notoriety. It's starting to spend a lot more money. It's starting to make a lot more money. And if you're going to shill out a bunch of money to some of these dudes that might like, like Messi, the, the thing with Messi is he could have gone somewhere else and made more money, a lot more money. And he's like, I'm going to come to the U S and play soccer. So it's turning some heads. Yeah. Um, I'll, I, I'll buy the NHL thing. I think you could pass the NHL. I don't know about the NBA in terms. I mean, I don't know what the NBA's attendance is. Um, those stadiums hold thirty-seven thousand. Yeah. Okay. I'll MLS agree with is it. averaging fifteen to seventeen thousand fans. I'll on, agree. On, with it. I'll agree with football it. stadiums. I agree with it. They will not pass any other any other sports than the NHL in revenue. Maybe they would. Maybe. Uh, yeah. No. I. Yeah. I'll agree with it. And I think they could probably fill up more stadiums than the NBA just because of the size. Uh, so I'll agree. Talk. Um. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, this is a good take, Bill. Um, do I? Th- I'm not sure, honestly. Um, but I think that I think that I could beat the NHL. I think it could be up there with maybe one of the what's the next one? NBA. NBA, NBA is really close. NBA is 1.8. NHL is 1.2. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it maybe catch up to the NBA. I mean, soccer is an international sport, and if it gets international recognition, it, then there's yeah. no reason why it couldn't. I think the league is, it's not at the cusp, but it's approaching, like, some, a lot more notoriety, for sure. I think this is only going to, Messi Joyen is only going to propel it even further. Cam? Uh, I'm going to disagree. I like the take. I do. But I'm thinking about it. For one, I would like to point out, seven minutes away from my house is the stadium that Messi will be playing in. So traffic's about to be insane on that time. Excited for it. That stadium also is so small. It's where they play the state championships for high school football. Um, besides the point. I, 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 I don't think it's going to happen because there's such a there's such a gap. They would need to, what, five times? They would need to get, grow by five times. And I think Messi is like the tip of the iceberg. Like the next few years they would have to do it. Otherwise, I don't think it, I think Trey kind of mentioned best. It's more of a place where like people want to go when they're a little bit older. And uh, I think I think Messi's kind of as good as it gets. Unless Mbappe comes over here, I don't think that we're going to see too big of a growth after him. So unless in the next couple of years it happens, uh, I don't think it's going to be uh, a hot spot for like players that want to play in La Liga or the Premier League or 
whatever the other ones are. There's like five other soccer leagues that are bigger. I, I have an audible to, to make here. Um, okay. So apparently back in 2011, the MLS already passed the NHL and NBA for attendance. I had the numbers wrong. Because there's only like 17,000 in a, in a in an ML Jesus in an NHL arena. And so I don't know if that's still the case. So I'm just going to go with the revenue. Maybe past revenue, revenue, and we'll go MLB. Average MLB attendance is 30,000. They're going to bump up from 17 up to 30, past 30. There it I is. mean, they're going to have to. They're going to rebuild this full stadium. They just converted it, and it's they're going to have to do it again. It's it's just not big enough for the amount of people that are going to be coming up here. All right, um, let's get into it. Uh, we've got two finals to cover. Uh, so we'll start NBA. Obviously, we had the week break, so we didn't do much uh, finals analysis. So we can cover it here. To be honest with you. I didn't watch much of either of these series. <laughs> um, obviously, the NBA coming off the depressing Game 7 performance, didn't really have to watch it. I mean, I knew the Nuggets were going to win. I think most of us knew that. Um, but just from what I did see, uh, obviously, Jokic is just far and away the best player on the court in that series. Um, and it didn't help that Butler didn't really show up. Um, I know he was hurt. And, you know, he'd been putting the team on his back. But uh, it was Jokic basically versus the Heat role players, right? I mean, the Nuggets lost four games in the postseason. And game two that they lost to the Heat, the coach ripped them after the game. He was like, they didn't play well. I told you they didn't play well the other night. Like, the, you know, this team was hyper-focused. And I think you could best see that with the way Jokic was after they won. They went up to him and was like, NBA champion, how do you feel? He's like, it's good. It's good. I can go home now. Like, the job's done. Like, total business, which is insane for, like, I like my athletes to be like that. But after a championship, you're not going to really care. It's insane. Oh, I hated it. Oh, I think it was awesome. Um, no, he said, did you hear what he said? That he's just, he's like, I'm not even good at basketball. I'm like, what? what? Like, you can't be that humble. Don't, don't degrade yourself. I did not see that quote, but um, after they were like, oh, yeah, you have the championship parade. And he's like, I don't want to go. I want to go home. He just wants to go chill with his horses in Serbia. I think that's pretty cool. He's like Ivan Drago from Rocky. He's just like a so like a Russian Eastern Bloc guy that, uh, you know, comes over here and beats the piss out of the Americans. Um, he's but he's not a villain, obviously. It. I mean, the Heat were just overmatched, and we all said it. Cam said it once the role players left that series with the uh, the Celtics. They went back. They turned back into pumpkins. Max Struess did have a good game, but um, it was just a bad matchup. And for th- just from a Celtics fan-, fan perspective, on Celtics Twitter, it is all just celebrating the death of the Heat. And it's like, ha-ha, Jimmy Butler didn't win. Ha-ha, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Why? You can't it's be doing that. Such a loser mentality. They beat the crap out of us for the majority of that series. Um, you can be happy that they didn't win, but why are you dragging him? He they've beaten us in two of the last three playoff matchups we've had. Um, they kind of own us. 
And everyone's saying, oh, the Celtics would have been a better matchup. Maybe, just from the talent perspective, the Celtics have more talent than the Heat. Um, no. Yeah, they just don't have the mentality. So maybe they could have competed better. I still think this team kicks your ass. I think I still think the Nuggets win the series against Celtics. Maybe it goes six, um, not five, but I still think they beat you. Um, so I don't understand the loser mentality. It's something I only see with the with really the uh, the Celtics fans. I did not see one Bruins fan. I'm not as locked into Bruins fans on Twitter, but I did not see anything about ha ha the Panthers lost ha ha. I didn't see any of that. It's just anger at the Bruins for blowing a series. It should be anger at the Celtics for blowing a series. Jimmy stunk in this series. He was not good, but, like, who cares? He beat us, so whatever. He has my respect. I, I respect the hell out of him. He's a good player. He works hard. He's not the greatest, most gifted athlete ever. Like, he's not the greatest gift of basketball, but he works, and he and he weighs you down, and he talks shit. And he gets in your head. And I respect the hell out of him for it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. Congrats to the Nuggets. First ever championship, 57 years. That's pretty cool. Um, Stan Kroenke just adding to the trophy case. And I used to, I mean, I still kind of hate the guy because I think he's kind of a scumbag um, with the Rams. But, um, I mean, he's a winner. What can you say? Um, Tuck, your perspective? Um, yeah. I mean, my perspective is, do I think the Celtics could have done better? Yes. Do I think the Celtics win? No. I really still believe that if you switch this out, they probably beat the shit out of us, just like they beat the shit out of them. I just think they're that it's not really an attack on the Celtics as much as just a compliment to an incredible team. That team was awesome. I mean, and I don't know. I don't know if we have the ability to beat them. They were just that good. Um, I'd love to see a world in which we do. Um, we improve and can get a series against them in the future. But right now, I don't think we're there yet. Um, what about the Heat? Talk, any thoughts? Um, the Heat played as, I, I don't think you're hanging your head as the Heat fan. At the end of the day, you were not supposed to be there. Um, good for them for getting there, I guess. I mean, obviously, if you're there, you want to win. But there's nothing for that team to hang their head on. I think they could have played better. I just don't think they could have beat them, even if they played their best. Uh, I think we're good. Um, Dill, were you tuned into this at all? Not really, but I did see uh, our Siberian man just absolutely put the beat down um, on the heat, you know. I mean, nothing like bringing in the winter freeze to just quench the heat, <laughs> you know what I mean? The guy, was, it, he's, it, it's, it's automatic. It's he's crazy give me the ball, watch, dude. He's crazy and I'm just going to score. As soon as he gets his hands above everybody else's, it goes in the hoop. It's like not even fun. I can see why he doesn't care. He's, he's also like, a passer. He's like a really good passer. Oh no, he, he's he's the best. He's the best guard you can have. But he's six eleven and makes every shot he takes. 
<laughs> it's it's unreal. Um, like, well, I will say, Dylan, you might agree with this, is that I, I, I picked this up on the radio, was that people said that the Nuggets are agenda-free. So Jokic touches the ball every time down the court. Like, nobody has egos. It's get the ball to Jokic, and if you're open, he'll get the ball to you. He's not going to take every shot, and he's also not going to pass up a, t- a shot, and teammates aren't going to pass up giving him the ball. For the Celtics, I feel like there's a lot of agendas. Jason Tatum does not touch the ball every time down the court. Now, is Jalen Brown, you know, closer to Jason Tatum than Jamal Murray is to Jokic? Yes. Jamal Murray's really good. No, he is, but Jason Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are closer together in their talent gap than Jokic and Murray. Maybe not a ton, but they are. But it's like guys like Marcus Smart who are just pulling up from three. Derek White, like it feels like sometimes there's an agenda with Celtics basketball that it's like I'm gonna go get mine. This is my shot instead of let's get the ball, let's move the ball to our star. If and and Tatum needs to also if I get the ball and I'm triple Tatum's covered, not that guy. Though. Yeah, if I get the ball and I'm triple covered, find a teammate. He does it sometimes. They do it sometimes, absolutely. But it's just not a full time thing. Where the Nuggets, I feel like it's a full time thing. Not to pull conversation off the Nuggets into the Celtics, but just my perspective on it. Uh, Cameron, obviously not the result you wanted. First of all, walk back your comment about Jokic. You misquoted him. Um, but second of all, yeah. your perspective, you don't seem too disappointed. Um, but it's never easy to win no. a championship. And, and I'm not disappointed. I, I mean, I'm, there's a lot of good that came out of this, like Tucker said weren't supposed to be there. I hate that I have this mindset, but I'm not going to lie to you. I do have the mindset of, like, at least we beat the Celtics. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. At the same time, I I also think the Nuggets are just, like, unreal. Like, compared to, like, the Spurs with Tim Duncan and Tony Parker and Monty Ginobili, not to mention that Kawhi that one year was just, just insane. Um, they're very Spurs-esque, well-coached, fundamental nobody has an agenda absolutely right um and like they didn't they didn't talk any smack to us and i think that was one of the problems we feed off of that we feed off people just being thinking that we can't win and the nuggets i don't think jamal murray there's just like no nonsense like a great guy seems like a fantastic young man his girlfriend seems and, nice too yeah oh well <laughs> he might have slipped up there uh jokic I don't think he. I don't think he speaks at all during the game. I think when he's on the bench, he yells a little Give bit. Give me both. Give me both. You yeah. Ball. And and I mean, even like Aaron Gordon, when he probably he talks a little bit on the court. I mean, Jokic puts him in check. He said after the game, when Aaron Gordon pulled up for three, I wanted to kill him. Luckily, it went in. <laughs> I was like, that's just that's how it's got to be. You got to check your guys. Um, and I think that they're they're going to be. A, Really, be really good for a while. Unfortunately, they just all say stay uh, healthy. The Jokic comment was: "Basketball is not my main thing in life. It's just something I'm good at." Really good uh, perspective. So to he have. doesn't care. He he does not care at all. Do you uh, see his comments him. when they told him he had to stay for the parade? I mentioned. This yeah, he's not happy. He wants to go back he's to Serbia. Now, I made the comment that I think there's a bigger party waiting in Serbia than there would be in downtown Denver with all these people he does not care about enough. Uh, so I, I'm okay with that. I'm a, I, I mean, personally, is just living down here, but there's a party for me winning championship. Yeah, would love that. But at the same time, going back to the barn in Massachusetts and celebrating that with the boys. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Banana bread at work, bro? <laughs> um, you see Aaron Gordon was in the streets with the fans after? That's insane. Oh, yeah. Who's that guy? That's insane. Um, all right. Not to keep a bad thing going for you, Cam, but the Golden Knights absolutely shellacked the uh, – what are they called? The Panthers. Shellac the Panthers. Um, last night, nine to three finish. Um, gentleman sweep, like you read about. Um, but yeah, I mean, the 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 takeaway for me here is Bruce Cassidy, and if you heard the interviews after. I forget the name of the captain of the Golden Knights. Do you know his name? It's like something like Strong or something like that. Or Stone. 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 That's what it is. He came out and they were like, tell us about what Bruce meant to the team. And he was like, yeah, we needed the intensity to win. We needed a guy who wanted to win as much as we did. Um, so it was good to have him here. You know, he, he brought that winning intensity. He didn't say, oh, I love him. You know, he was so good with all the guys. Like he's one of us. He just said he brought the intensity. I'm sure they friggin' hate him. Honestly, I'm sure they do. He's a brutally honest guy. He was brutally honest with his press conferences here in Boston. He, um, he's just that guy. And I mean, you can say what you want about the Bruins this season being, um, you know, the greatest regular season team of all time and having all the records and having so much fun together, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, they didn't have the winning intensity it took. They, the decor fell apart and, you know, a lot of it's on the players, for sure. But the coaching could get them to that level. Um, we're in a generation now of players that are our age, that are, grew up much like we did. Maybe not our specific situation, but our generation of being coddled and, you know, taking the easy route and everybody gets a trophy. And, you know, Bruce Cassidy, I'm sure, is a pain in the ass to work for. But he got the job done. He took a roster of players he didn't know. And took him to a championship. And he was fired a year ago. Uh, tomorrow, today. A year ago today he was fired from Boston. Or he signed he signed with LA. Uh, Las Vegas, I mean. A year ago today. Um, so, ultimate full circle moment for him. If I'm the Boston Bruin players, I'm like, what the hell did we do? Like, we, we took the easy route. And now the guy who we all thought was the problem is a, is a champion. And we are still sitting here with our thumbs up our ass. Um, in terms of series, I didn't watch much. Uh, just snippets here and there. Um, Matt Kachuk is still, I think, my favorite non-Bruin. Uh, I think he's he's elevated himself to that status. He was great in the playoffs. He uh, took a huge hit and then he doled one, or no, he doled out a huge hit and then took one. Um, Torres Labrum. Torres Labrum. Uh, been there. I mean, he's a badass, and I know a lot of people in Boston hate him because he's a pest. I mean, look in the mirror. We have Brad Marchand. I would love to have that guy on my team. Me too. Um, but I think the Panthers, you know, they, they kind of went through a change, and they're trying to build around him, and, you know, maybe that's what the Bruins kind of need to do, except Pasternak's not tough. So um, I don't know where, where Panthers go from here. I mean, they've been a good team for two years straight now. They won the President's Trophy last year. They won the Eastern Conference this year. So maybe next year is the year for them. But uh, the Knights, six years of existence, two finals appearances and one cup. That's a pretty good start. 
definitely need to take a look at how the expansion drafts are done, I think. But I don't know how many of the players are holdovers. No, I like how it's done. It keeps it competitive. Yeah, like, yeah, I guess. You but... really want to have the expansion draft to be a team that's irrelevant for 15 years? Not really, but I'd also like them to not... It took the Nuggets 57 exactly. years. Exactly. Listen, the NFL expansion, I was reading about this. The Panthers in their first two seasons, 7-9 and nine, 12-4, the Jaguars went to the playoffs, I think, their first season, and the Ravens have two Super Bowls with them in 12 or whatever. It's so difficult to those teams to have them be good. Like, to yeah, enter into think, the league. Yeah, you're right. Good. You're right. You're right. We had this conversation yeah. before. I know, yeah, but it's just, it feels weird that it, I guess it's just me being me that it feels weird that this new expansion team is already, you know, so good and won as many championships in my I can't lifetime. It's been six years on it. Yeah, I know. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. Uh, Whoever was the owner at the time said that in six years we're going to win. I don't know who it was. Maybe it was the owner. I don't know how many guys from the expansion draft are still on the team. I imagine there has to be Mark Stone. at least a few. Um, but, yeah, congrats to, to Vegas on Tom Brady gets to the city. Like that. Um, We'll go Tucker next because I imagine you don't have much on it. And then we'll go Dill because he's got the hockey perspective. And then Cam. I do have a little bit to say about it. So the way you talk about the Bruins being soft versus if this same scenario happened to the Celtics and the Celtics had a coach fired for being too mean, you would be eviscerated the Celtics. Did I not just rip the Bruins? Did I not just call them babies? Like, oh, like, I get it, like, with a new generation. I like, didn't say I know. get it. I didn't say I understand it. I said that's just what it is. It's stupid. Like, it's a, it's very stupid, and they're babies. They're 100% babies. No, Chuck, I don't know what, what you're getting. No, I just, I didn't feel the same aggression towards, like, the Celtics. If anything similar went this way with the Celtics, you would be losing your mind. I still am. I'm pissed I at the Bruins. Every single day. I mean, it's but it's harder to to be pissed at the Bruins because they were so good in the regular season. Like they they it almost worked. Looked like it was working. And yes, it fell apart in the playoffs, but it looked like it worked. So I mean, that's a lot longer ago. So you're a little more. That's true. Very true. I think that the coaching was the problem. I mean, if you said it best, is that. The I don't get what you're getting at. I'm pissed at them. I think they're babies. I said that. And they were gassed in the postseason. Like, that's not a winning strategy. They clearly had the players to win a championship. It just felt like the coaching wasn't there. I mean, I to, to be fair to Trey, he, I think he saw the Bruins coming. He did say that. that, that I don't think you had, kind of had high expectations for the Bruins. But you also did kind of say that you, uh, you were going to be gassed out and you were going to lose. But you gave I mean, I think Do you remember what I said when he got fired? I was pissed. And then all this I came know, out that they were, that they were, that they wanted him out because he was mean and I was, I was pissed. I'm Belichick still pissed. Mean, you want him out. What? Belichick is mean, but he also doesn't know how to run an offense. And Max basically <laughs> saying so. Belichick got fired and then immediately won a Super Bowl. I would I would look like a clown, but that's not gonna happen. So um 
No, Tucker, I'm very pissed at them. I'm, I'm sorry that I wasn't as angry as I want to be. I mean, they just – they couldn't stick it in. I mean, what are you going to do? Pause. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dale, Bruce Cassidy, finals, what do you think? What's next for the Panthers? Anything you got? Um, I'm, a, I'm a Bruce Cassidy fan. I might be a Bruce Cassidy fan more than I am a Bruce fan. I, I, like, like, I like Bruce. Um, so good for him. Good for the Knights. If I had to have a second favorite team, I, I don't have a second favorite team. Um, as for the Panthers, um, I think this is, I think you, uh, kind of hit a wall here. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't expect to see the team back in the, in the cup final. I, I'm not saying they're not going to be good, but I think this was your off chance. Uh, a team from Florida. I agree with you. You know the the everybody the second the second best team in Florida. You know, historically, yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you. It'll be tough to get back for them, uh, and not that they're again not that they're not a bad team. They still compete, um, but chances don't come like that too often. This is how nature of hockey too. When you go on a run, you go on a run. It's not it's not always like makes it doesn't always make sense. Yeah. Well guys, I'm not losing any sleep over it, believe me. Um so it's, it's okay. Uh the Heat are much more confident in the future just with Pat Riley and they're already in talks of of trading for day. And they're gonna so. they're also gonna be a big free agent player. They have money. Yeah, they're always gonna be fine. The Panthers I have a scarf. I went to a game once I like it. Um, not losing any sleep, so that, that's okay. The Golden Knights have cooler colors. That's just kind of what it keeps I like down. the Panther sweater more. I don't know about that. I, mean, I like the also, Knights. I can do the math. What are the total goals let up in the finals compared to the rest? It has to be four, four, five, six times. Yeah. That was crazy. Obviously, fell like, apart. But once again, you know, we did beat the Bruins, so... Um, I mean, if you're if you're somebody on the Bruins who was under Cassidy, who had feelings that you know, I didn't really like his coaching style. I like or or, or, Jake DeBrusque. You know, whoever. Yeah, exactly. Something is now in the back of your head. Look in the mirror. Am I am I the problem? Like I. Whether or not it's true or not, those guys have to be feeling that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I guess I talked to Chris about it, and he was like, no, Bergeron wouldn't have come back if Bruce was here. I'm like, yeah, and? Like, I get it. Bergey's great, but we got to move on at some point. Um, All right. I don't have anything else to really talk about, obviously, NFL is kind of starting to heat up uh, from our perspective of our teams. Um, the Patriots are a uh, soap opera right now. Um, you've got Kendrick Bourne saying like he's happy that the coaching staff changed and they he's happy that they're better than they were last year and blah, blah, blah. Basically throwing Bill and Matt Patricia under the bus. Uh, you've got um, Mac uh, kind of maybe taking a shot at Zappy. Um, he mentioned Trace McSorley by his first name and not Bailey Zappi. He said Trace and Zappi. So that's kind of just a little read between the lines. You've got, uh, Bill not talking. 
but yeah, I mean, it, it could be Tuck, but uh, a lot of these guys have nicknames, and he called Trace McSorley Trace, but he didn't call Bailey Zappy Bailey. I mean, just something to think about. I'm not saying anything. I said potential shot. Um, it sounds to me, from what I'm hearing, that Bill has totally like passed off Mac to to O'Brien. He's letting him deal with it because the reporters are saying they're not talking a lot at practice. Um, Bill's barely mentioning him in press conferences. And every time Max talked about Mac had a comment, they asked him about um, the coaching and he was like, yeah, no, it's great to have Bill O'Brien here. You know, he knows how to run an offense. And then on the other side, you know, Bill Belichick really knows how to run a defense. Not, not saying Bill doesn't, you know, he's not mentioning that Bill knows how to run an offense. So, just a little read between the lines. That's all I'm saying. Nothing to be concerned about. The other big Patriots news, DeAndre Hopkins is currently in the Boston area um, visiting. Uh, optimism out of New England that he will be signed by the end of the week. I don't like that. Uh, I wish everything would just stay quiet and it would happen. I don't like all this waiting and being happy and optimistic. I don't think it makes me feel like it's not going to happen. Um, in terms of the Giants cam, uh, Saquon Barkley having some some uh, contract issues. They've now put his pre, pre-franchise pre tag offer back on the table for him. It sounds like he's not too pleased about it. The stat you sent to us was, was crazy was um, he's the fourth highest paid running back of all time. I, I don't remember sending it, but something like that. Oh, yeah. I, said, I think I said that, and then I said – Get him out of here. Him. Yeah. Get him out. Yep. Um, here's the thing. I didn't need him. Uh, I want him. I'd like to have him. I think he'd be good for us. I think you'd uh, be. I think you'd be just marginally worse with him, to be honest with you. Yeah. No. I think we'd be a lot worse, to be honest with you. Um, it, I don't. I think Daniel. I don't think he relies on him, but it certainly helps his confidence if he has somebody back there, um, which I don't like in a quarterback at all. But that's the time that the cards were dealt, so we're dealing. Um, I, I don't want to let him go. He's a draft pick. I like keeping guys that we have that we drafted. I think it helps. Um, Odell is one of those. That wasn't that great uh, after a year or two, but um, I think the Giants does a good do a good job of developing players. Andrew Thomas, one of the best offensive tackles in the league now. Daniel Jones is getting better. Dexter Lawrence is done. So I, I, I think that, I, I don't know, I, tr- I trust our, our front office a lot, even after this one year, and I think they'll make the best best out of the situation, whatever that may be. I'm excited for the Giants. Um, that's all you Talk any NFL thoughts? Um, NFL thoughts are go Pats. I mean, I don't have much to think about right now just because, I don't really, I don't look into these little stuff in the preseason. I don't think it's a big deal. Um, obviously, others might think differently. But, yeah, I'm just kind of on to the next. Um, totally locked in on baseball, huh? Uh, I'm not locked in on anything right now, if I'm being honest with you. I'm just, you know, it's off season. Worst time of the year. Summer. Just baseball. Dylan might feel differently. Dylan, any uh, any any uh, football thoughts? Anything you're hearing through the grapevine? Any rumors? Um, I already talked enough about 
Uh, the real football earlier. I got nothing no, on the fake so, one. That makes me so angry. <laughs> um, all right. I've been, I haven't been keeping up on anything, so I really, I really don't know. Now, list guys, we haven't really discussed. We mentioned last week's celebrity crushes. This was a big, big topic on Tucker and I's vacation. We had a good 45-minute conversation in the bar about it. Uh, we could do that. Um, I started my new job at the New England Aquarium. Shout out the aquarium. Uh, we could do fish. Could do. Yeah, I said sea creatures. Yeah, sea creatures. That's what. Yeah, that's what it is. Mammals, you know, crustaceans, yeah. fish, anything that lives in the better. ocean. I can do celebrity crushes, but uh, I need more time on that one. I think. All right. Um, I'm thinking when we do celebrity crushes, it should be just a list instead of a draft. I think the fish thing here should be draft. Fish should yeah. be draft. Celebrity it's should be late. creature drop next week with his celeb crushes, but we got to, I really got to analyze that. All right. Marine, yeah, marine life draft. Um, marine life draft. I am now in charge of getting grant funding for the New England Aquarium. So I will be uh, visiting sea creatures a lot. Uh, I get to hang out with a penguin and a seal soon. So that's pretty cool. Um, I get to get in the penguin tank at the aquarium, which is dope. Uh, I'll give you guys an update when that happens. But uh, let's do it, Cam. I believe you lead off, sir. Yep. Great. Uh, just trying to give you a shout out to your buddy. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Appreciate it. Big deal. If anyone didn't know, he's become the commander, corporal, and counselor of Cash Capital Currency, continuing for consumative and cooperative creations, confinements, crates, cages, and cubes containing crabs, crustaceans, coral, and other creatures and critters. So that's a, a it actually guy. is my formal title. Yes, it was tough to fit on the uh, business card. Well, big step up. Um, Appreciate walrus, it. Number one. Uh, walrus. I got to go with walrus. Walrus. Uh, walrus one. My father, uh, formerly known yeah. as the walrus, still known by some. Uh, some say he's refined down to a seal. More, but, much uh, more of a seal nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he's a really OG walrus. You look at a walrus. I think fifty first day. Um, the walrus has the second biggest penis of any mammal. What's the first? Me. Ha. Great joke. One of the best jokes out there. So, uh, walrus, walrus number one. Uh, now, does a walrus spend most of its time in the water or on land? I think that's a... That's the beauty of it. Now, is this all sea creatures or is this just... It's uh, any marine life, I think. Ocean. Not, not, uh... Not ponds. Ponds don't care. Yeah. Not fresh water. Uh, Tuck, you're... No, Dill, you're next. Am I still in second? You're still in second. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, number two, I'm going with the king, penguin. Just penguins in general. Um, just an elite bird that can't fly. Just, just figured out a way to survive. Evolution at its finest. Give me some slippery fur feather things and just the crazy ability to slide on my stomach on ice and zoom through the water. Uh, they're fun. Uh, they look cute. Uh, they made that movie that everybody watched, March of the Penguins, in like 2003. Happy Feet, like, too. I thought you were going to talk about Happy Feet. No, March of the Penguins was like the first documentary that was in theaters that people like went to. Yeah. Um, I went to it at the Great Barrington. Great movie. Movie theater. 
Um, yeah, penguin. They just look like little tuxedos. Little uh, aquarium insider fact for you, Dylan. All the penguins in the aquarium are apparently giant assholes. Very mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They look mean. Yeah, they're mean. They're not nice. And they're loud. Um, they're loud. Tucker, three. <clears throat> Trey, you're going to be mad at that. Ah, damn it. White shark. Uh, obvious 1-1. One, one. Shouldn't have slept as far as it slipped as far really as it did. Really wanted him to fall uh, for. Obvious choice here. Super happy I got it. Great uh, uh, white shark, 1-1. One, one. Easy pick. Yeah, that was my number one. My favorite animal in all of the animal kingdom. Great white shark. Uh, so, great pick, Tuck. Uh, can't believe you slid the three. My number four is going to be similar creature, maybe a, an enemy actually of the great white shark. They've been known to attack sharks that uh, try to get after them. Dolphins. Dolphins are sick. Dolphins are like, I, I, I think they are as smart as humans. You know, you see dolphins, they do tricks. They can talk, kind of. They make the noise when you ask them to. Um, don't know if you guys have ever swam with dolphins. I have. Awesome experience. Um, and they're just cute and they're smart. They'll swim up the boats. They'll swim up to you. If you're, you know, on a surfboard, they love people for some reason. Um, they are, uh, just a cool marine mammal, uh, that, you know, I don't really, we don't really see a lot of, uh, up in the Northeast here. They don't like it up here. Uh, Cam, I'm sure you have better chances to see dolphins than we do. Um, no dolphins at the, uh, New England aquarium. Um, so yeah, dolphins will be my number one. My number two is going to be sea turtles. Sea turtles are a major feature of the aquarium. Uh, our biggest one is named Myrtle the turtle. Uh, and then there's one called Treadmark cause it looks like he's got a Treadmark on his shell, but, uh, Finn, Noggin, Dude, Nemo, uh, crush top tier character in, in Pixar. Um, when I was in Florida, uh, Cam in your neck of the woods, I went to a sea turtle rehabilitation place. They get they get all sorts of diseases and get tangled in things and uh but they're pretty sick come on land dig out their eggs i guess they go in a trance when they do it they don't really know what's going on they just kind of do it the temperature of the sand determines the gender of the uh of the animal which is crazy but just cute just cute looking munch on some lettuce you know be a turtle turtles are sick uh sea turtle my uh number two sea turtle would be a great mascot too the uh, the something sea turtles, great mascot. Uh, Tucker, um, another great pick, probably my one two. Uh, killer whale. Ah, oh, it's a good one. Shit, that was Ooh. my next one. Dominant, maybe the king of the ocean. Oh, damn it. I mean, next to shark, I just got like the two big best creatures in the ocean right there. Killer whale, obvious one two. Uh, free Willy, you know all that stuff. Um, I won't. I don't want to harp on it too much. I know that there's probably some aquarium haters that probably hate that I even brought up. But, uh, yeah. Um, pod of quick killer whales spotted off Nantucket yesterday. So, they're starting to come up north with the sharks. Um, and there was, I saw a TikTok of a guy out by Nantucket on the water who watched a, uh, orca eating something, which was pretty crazy. Um, Dill. So orcas. There's also one. There's also one old orca that lives in the main bay, named Old Thom, or something like that. Old Tom. Uh, He's been there for years. 
orcas kill gray white sharks yes. every now and again. Yep. And they only eat their livers. Yummy. That's it. And they're <laughs> it. and they all do that. It's just why like why? Why is that the only thing? I don't know. They're um, scary, dude. They're scary. They're cool, but they're scary. Oh yeah. They're freaking now, huge. They're also attacking boats now out of nowhere. They've just decided they don't like boats anymore. Attacking yeah. boats. Huge problem. Um now Tucker's went with Tucker went with the the probably the biggest two predators. Tucker's taken the only fish so far, too, in the shark. And uh I'm going true. I'm going with the biggest Pick, one uh, of them all. One. I'm going humpback whale. Good pick. Number two. Give me a good blowhole. Pause. Yeah, there it is. And you know they're just massive animals. Um, there's there's one hanging. Uh, uh, one made of styrofoam hanging from the museum of of whatever in new york city um and uh people used to kill them take their blubber just terrible make candles sometimes they wash up on land um cam you were talking about the biggest uh uh penis a mammal um i think i think the humpback takes i think i think walrus is in relation to its body size is, okay. is the, yeah, the differentiator then, there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, and, and then Cam's. Right. Yeah, Cam's is actually number one. Yeah. So, yeah, humpback whale number two. What was uh, Moby Dick supposed to be? Does anybody know? Anybody ever Sperm read whale. that? Sperm whale. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. Um, okay, I'll make that quick. Uh, number two, I got uh, narwhal. Cool. Very cool animal. The unicorn of the sea. Fun fact, narwhals tusks protrude from their canine tooth. That's nuts. That's insane. Up through their head. Anyone ever seen one? No. Are they real? Probably not. Uh, they're relatively the Arctic. I've never seen one. Not many pictures of them out there. But um, what are they doing? How are those things real? Hi, buddy. It's Hope you find long, your dad. It's a long tube. Uh, and they're kind of like a, a walrus with a, with a stick. Yeah. Pulled up with the stick. They're, they're, they're one of the coolest animals that, that are out there. Imagine uh, that thing swimming at 50 stand. miles an hour at you. Yeah, no, you're dead. <laughs> I mean, that could kill any animal. I know you. I would almost take a wall over any animal. <laughs> number, number three, I'm rolling lobster. Tastes so good. Yeah, good pick. <laughs> Just for the food aspect. Um... I like the way they sizzle when you put them in. The oh, you know what? Actually, you used to see them in price shop all the time. Uh, remember when they used to they have animals like just in the water at price chopper? And they still do. I don't know if they do anymore. I'm they not do. Allowed. They have live lobster. They do. Uh, they do. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I used to look at them. Um, blue lobsters. Pick out the too. one you want to kill and eat. Blue lobsters. Very cool. Uh, Dill? All right. Number... Four, three, three, four. Number. Th- I think that's no, number three. three. Three, you're right. Number three, I'm going with the octopus. Oh, damn it. Um, just a cool, you know, cool, smart creature. It basically, doesn't have any bones. Can it can fit into something the size of a 
of a deck of cards and then can also expand into something a lot bigger. Um, very smart, though. And they can, like, breathe. Like, like, they can be not in water for a long time, so they could, like, crawl around. Like, it could hop around and bop around on land if it wanted to. It just chooses against it. Uh, but it can. Um, it makes other animals, too. Some, hangs some out in the deep and just just sucks them up into the inside, right? In the, right up the, the meaty parts. <laughs> right into the big head. Yeah, and just, I don't know what it does in there, but there's there's things in there that, that take in the nutrients. Wild animal. Also, calamari, really good. Yeah. Tucker? Isn't that squid, though? Uh, yeah, you're right, sir. Going to smack <laughs> take that you had on humpback whales being the biggest fish, because I don't think they're, they're not. Are. They're not fish. They're the biggest animal. I don't I, believe they're the biggest whale. I think they are. It's either blue whales or humpback. I think it might be. Oh, I measured. I meant, is it blue whale? Blue it's whales my are the number three, which is the blue whale. That's yeah. what I meant. All right, sorry. Humpbacks are cooler though. I meant blue whale, whatever. Reasoning, Tucker, just because it's big? It's bigger. It's bigger is better. Um, blue whale is the biggest whale. Let's find a comparison. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, not that much bigger, but definitely bigger. 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 Is oh, wait, wait. Oh, I was about that finback. Is, is, I meant blue whale, damn it. Humpbacks are 42 to 50. Blue whales are 69 to 90 plus. It's not even close. Basically double. Biggest animal. I'm just dominating right now. Tucker, Tucker has a decent roster for sure. Um, okay, I'm going to go back-to-back shark picks here. Um, the order doesn't really matter because they're coming in. They're both like my second and third favorite shark, so they're just kind of coming in here. Um, number three for me is going to be the hammerhead shark. What a stupid-looking animal. So the reason their eyes are like that is because they can see 360 degrees around their body, which is kind of nuts. Um, but just a doofy looking animal. Also a shark, scary. You know, I don't know about hammerhead shark attacks. I don't know if they ever happen. It's not a huge shark, but it's got a stupid looking head. To reverse that, a gentle giant shark, you know, an absolutely massive shark who people can swim with. The only thing is don't get swallowed because it doesn't really know what it's doing. The whale shark. It's a whale, it's a shark. It's technically a shark, but it's massive and it's nice. It just swims around eating krill. Um, don't know if you've ever seen videos of people like jumping in with them. It, it's crazy. Um, so whale shark is my number four. Uh, tuck. Yeah, those ones are kind of cool looking. They are. They got spots on them. Um, my number four it's a crazy one. It's the pistol shrimp. Very cool. Known as the deadliest animal in the ocean. Um, I'm trying what? to find it. They're crazy. I'm trying to find like the facts on them. Um, so they take in water and they have a little like hose on their claw that they shoot the water out at like a crazy speed and it just kills fish. And they, they shoot fish with water and kill them. 
It's also like the one of the loudest animals in the sea. Based on its size. So, like, it's, I think it's loud. Relative. No, no, no. It, the snapping shrimp competes with much larger animals such as the sperm whale and beluga whale for the title of the loudest animal in the sea. That's crazy. Uh, it, like, it's what is it called? The pistol, shrimp. Shrimp? pistol shrimp. Pistol shrimp. Is it also known as a snapping shrimp? Yeah. The bubbles that it shoots can kill small fish. So yeah. it will, like, shoot bubbles out, and it can kill animals with the bubbles. It has a built-in it's, gun. <laughs> it's sick. It's a cool I app. hope I'd never heard of this before. I might, so, yeah, I might, fo- I might follow suit with you, part. Tucker. I might follow suit with you. We'll see. Um, Dill. All right. Uh, um, I don't that, know if beluga whales are allowed. That thing's awesome. Yeah. I, I want I, one of those as a I pet. Imagine having one of those as a pet. People do. Look at, look at my shrimp and just drop a fish in there and just see him. People do. They, they are kept as pets. Oh, I want one. All right. Uh, my number four, I'm going to go with a crazy one. Um, I'm going giant squid. Yeah, that's a good one. Give me, give me a big old eyeball on that guy. I want to see it. I want to eat it. Big as my head. People never see them. They only ever wash up dead. No one ever sees them alive. It's very rare. Yeah, I'm all about it. They got some long tentacles, a weird looking head. Awesome. Squidward tentacles. And, uh, yeah. I'm all about the giant squid. Cameron. Perfect. Glad I got these last two here. Uh, going with the sponge and the starfish. Yeah, good pick. Got, got to do it. It's a good combo. It's a great combo having your team. Sponge, Bob, starfish, Patrick. Uh, you kind of you kind of get where I was going there. Um, you ever seen a sponge in in the ocean? Yeah, it's not that impressive. Like a yeah. sea sponge. We don't use actual sponges from the ocean. I, I know. For our, for our sponge. Sponges use just plastic or whatever that is. Sea sponges uh, are like hard. <laughs> yeah, I think you could loosen them up a little bit. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Nonetheless, I digress. The aquatic squirrel, also a good a good pick there. Sandy Cheeks. Aquatic squirrel. Um, um, uh, my number five, I'm going to go with uh, the cuttlefish. Weird animal. Uh, crazy animal. It's like if what's the is it no an iguana or a chameleon? It's like if a chameleon had like schizophrenia. <laughs> it's just just all over the place. Um the cuttlefish changing colors left and right, not even matching the surroundings. It'd be completely dark and they're just a happy rainbow. It's, it's crazy what what the how that even works like physiologically so uh cuttlefish cool fish weird looking fish just in shape in general it's like a half octopus half normal looking fish uh zooms around you don't even know how it's swimming nothing's moving and it's just all, all of a sudden over there uh crazy fish tuck um, number five pick. I'm gonna go with a goodie, a popular one, a clownfish. Uh, Finding Nemo. Uh, you know, it's kind of a soft. 
I don't think it's a soft take. I think people really underestimate it. I think it's a cool bit. Lives in uh, stinging anemones. Doesn't care. Yeah, I mean, cool fish. Did you ever hear the one about the clownfish? I guised it. Tell us a joke. You're funny. <laughs> um, all right. see an enemy. Honorable mention, swordfish. Again, stupidly long things protruding from the face. It's pretty cool. And uh, marlins just have a long nose. Couldn't pick it, though, because Tucker inspired me. There is a uh, mollusk. Is are, are shrimps mollusks? What are shrimps? Shellfish. A shellfish. Crustacean. Crustacean. A crustacean that is equally cool to the pistol shrimp called the mantis shrimp. So what the mantis shrimp does is he has his claws like this. And when he gets prey, he freaking punches them. And he punches them so fast. I have to look up the number. Um, it like briefly boils the water around it. Um, hold on. Let me look up his, his punch feed, but there are great TikTok um, videos of people that own these things and they drop in like a crab and from outside the glass through the water, you just hear bang, bang, bang. <laughs> um, one strike can knock the arm off a crab or break through a shale, uh, uh, snail shell mantis shrimp have the strongest punch of any creature in the animal kingdom um, it their arms accelerate faster than the bullet out of a gun um, they punch at 50 miles an hour and they're tiny little things they're also really cool colored they're called the peacock mantis shrimp uh, 22 uh, caliber bu bullet um, I highly recommend uh you look it up. Um, it, it, their, their, their punch is, um, they strike so quickly that they momentarily superheat the water around their spring loaded clubs to nearly as hot as the surface of the sun. That is insane. Uh, very cool sea creature. Uh, all right. Very, very feisty list. We'll have to get you boys in for some, uh, some behind the scenes tours at some point. Uh, I have, Plenty of tickets. Any any wasted takers want to come out and uh, see the aquarium? I can make it happen. Uh, Tropic Thunder. Who watched it? Uh, I forgot to watch it. Is that a point? No, I watched the one before. I left the pod. I didn't even know there was a movie. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so just me. Um, yeah, this is a crazy movie because it's obviously you know a comedy. Um, but it was nominated for a bunch of stuff. Robert Downey Jr., we already talked about, got nominated for Academy Award for playing a actor playing a blackface person. Um, so playing an actor doing blackface. Um, the best thing about this movie, I think, is the opening part where they show all the, uh, you know, the trailers. I remember seeing that as a, as a youngster and really liking that part, but... Um, yeah, a lot of iconic performances. Ben Stiller's great in it. I'm on a Ben Stiller kick. Uh, the, um, what is the name? Simple, uh, Simple Jack is, is the movie that he's made fun of. Not a very PC thing. Tom Cruise is in this as the, uh, the studio exec, which is pretty nuts too. Um, but 
Yeah, I, th- I think mo- Hollywood loves m- movies about making movies, and this, while it is making fun of that, uh, does it, so it makes sense why they loved it. Very funny. Um, I, I would give it a 7-4. Um, you know, a little, maybe a little dated um, with some of their jokes. Still funny. Um I like all the, uh, I don't know how, how into Vietnam movies you guys are, but this has a lot of, you know, references to that. And uh, Robert Downey Jr. kills this movie. So 7-4 um, for me, but disqualified from awards. Um, after me is uh, who did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Cam. Cam, you're up. Wait, we missed one though, because You guys keep skipping Dylan. Okay, Dylan. Dylan, you pick one. Huh, okay. I think last week was supposed to be Dylan, but then Dylan dipped out early. No, because last oh yes, you're right, Tuck, so I picked. You're right. I was uh I didn't you guys didn't want to spoil Whatever. Guardians. Yeah. Um. I already know what Tucker's gonna pick for his next one. Oh, I got it locked in. We're going with a classic. Animal House. Never seen it. You've never seen Animal House? No, but funny enough, um, that's funny. on Spitting Chicklets this week, Barstool's hockey podcast, very popular. They, or maybe not this week, but recently they talked about Eastover and uh, Rear Admiral, who's from South Boston, who, um, or, no, he's from Charleston. Uh, he said that it's like if Animal House and Dirty Dancing fucked and had a baby. So that You was, know what's funny? I just found out about Eastover. There was such a problem with Southie people. They got banned. And, um, yeah, they just banned all of Southie. They banned the neighborhood of Southie South address when you came in. They just said, nope, you cannot come. Yep. I found that out too recently. Um, all right. Animal House it is. Uh, John Belushi is in that movie. That's all I know about it. And that's the picture that every college freshman has in their dorm of him drinking Jack. Um, all right. That's our show. Uh, it is our quiet season as we prepare for NFL. All sports are over except baseball. So we'll have to stay locked in on that. Promise we will. Not really. Um But yeah, that's our show. We will see you next week. Thanks for getting wasted with us. And see you later. Bye.